0: Begin Where we discuss every song from 7 to Y And this week we are going to be discussing this song in the middle of the day I know, a little behind the curtain We usually record in the evening But we're recording in the middle of the day today Because we're discussing the song Let There Be Light And it's only proper that we do that oh, And it might also have to do with our guest that's joining us today Mill is joining us from across the ocean Thank you for joining us okay. <laughs>
1: From across the pond. (laughs) It's a big pond. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I tried kayaking across the pond and it didn't work.
2: (laughs) Slightly smaller pond today with daylight savings for you, but not me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, where you are right now, you're like late
2: afternoon. No, mid, uh, just mid-early afternoon, after lunch. Mid-early
3: afternoon. (laughs) Three, three o'clock, yeah. Well, we really do appreciate
1: you joining us uh, and taking time out of your day to d- to be a part That's of our fine. podcast.
0: <laughs> Mill always likes to join us for the for the.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Mill is not going to like me then.
0: <laughs> We're discussing Kevin Hearn's song "Let There Be Light," which. We don't have Aaron, so I'm not going to torture him with what what album this actually wasn't on. It was from the album All in Good Time, but it was not included on the album. It was an extra. You may not have heard this song before. So if you have not heard this song before, here is a quick snippet.
1: Let's make no sound. Let's lie on the ground and look up through the branches. Let there be light. all right
0: who would like to begin this this discussion of this song that does that's very hard to get a hold of jeff give us a quick music breakdown since i know you did this last week
3: i did actually accidentally i stumbled on it oh like but it was oh hang on it was uh was three chords there were (laughs) let's Yeah, there's only three chords. It's uh, I think it's C, G, and A minor. I that believe that is correct. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I'm looking at the chords, it's a very simple song. <clears throat> I don't know if yeah. I'd call it a simple song for the rest of the song, but I, the the chord structure is relatively simple.
3: The chord the chord structure is simple. Now, what they do with it is um, uh, definitely a little extravagant. And and Kevin's piano playing on this is great. I, one 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 note I would like to make about this, and we all know I love my Kevin, so. Um, but one thing I really like is that piano break right in the middle. The piano bridge just tears into it. Um, that, that, that's a good moment. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, structurally it's, it's simple, but he does a lot of fancy, uh, fancy instrumentation on it. I'm assuming he probably also plays guitar in this as well. I I
0: don't know, because I can't find any notes on this song. There's nothing, of course, in the liners, and you can't find anything online.
3: No lyrics either. Like, the only place I found lyrics was on Ultimate Guitar, and that's not even the whole song. It's just like, here's the first verse. Now go play you know
0: <laughs> by next week the lyrics should be online because I typed them up while I was listening to it last night and then sent them into lyrics.com. So hopefully by next week lyrics.com will have them approved and okay. but yeah there's that you can't find them literally anywhere
3: on the no. web. No, not even like A to Z lyrics, but AZ lyrics which has <laughs> every conceivable song didn't even know about this one.
0: And if you look at songmeanings.com, which usually at least breaks down the songs or has people discussing the songs, they don't even have that this song exists, which is very sad. Like, they have some random songs, like Legal Age, Life, in a Variety Store. Um, and they don't have this
3: song for the I lyrics. can't imagine there's too much depth behind this song. <laughs> 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 I think the meaning is pretty clear on this one. Yeah,
0: I think so, too. Mill. Tell us your thoughts on the music of this song.
2: On the music of it? um, I think, is this the one where it has the deliberately off-key piano because I know there's one of the old All In Good Time tracks that has a deliberately off-key piano uh, also the lyrics and the instrument breakdown are on Rocket Old School the B&L uh, lyrics and tab site they're all there you can see it here and Kevin, duh, Kevin plays vocal mandolin piano and keyboards no guitar the guitars oh, are all good. Ed so. wow
0: Thank you for that. I'm glad someone was able to find that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I would have thought old school was the first place to go since it's the BNL official kind of well, not official, you know, like the BNL dedicated tab and lyric site. So
0: <laughs> I have to say though, that's a lot of instruments.
3: Like he's kind of running the game on this one. Yeah. Oh, I feel yeah. I feel like this is probably one that he felt was his song. Definitely. Like this is my baby.
2: I mean, he did a lot of songs mm. on All in Good Time. He like, did. And and this one particularly, like one of the things I noted about this is, like, you wouldn't have had a song like this on a and L album before this, before Steve left. I think I'm not sure. And it does like the whole like a lot of his songs on this don't feel like ones that would have been allowed if if Steve had still been around. So there's like so Kevin's songs. I'm not sure if they would have made it through without Steve injecting his kind of thing onto it and it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have come out like this, whereas I think the, the the makeup as it is now, they let Kevin be Kevin with the songs.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean yeah, like we we got Jerome and you know <laughs>
2: And why was Jerome on lights. the album and not this? Like, why was this the B side and, and not Jerome? Because that song is <laughs> not, <laughs> not as good. It's not like a bad song. It's not as because good because you're me. not
3: going to cut your sunken prison song. That's just. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, but they didn't even put the song the album's named after on the album. <laughs> right, like, their, their decision making was just stupid. On that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I, don't, I
0: honestly wish that this one had been on there as well. Like, yeah. I I thought this would have been the perfect closing song for this album.
2: Yeah. It really with the album. message. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, it feels like a closing song. It feels like a nice uplifting end after mm. you start with You Run Away. Like, it is a, it is that mm. nice sweeping mm. end that's going to want to bring you back to the album.
3: Maybe it just wasn't anti-Steve enough for a longer time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but watching the Northern
0: Lights was. I mean, we're gonna to come to that like forever from now. But I like this one much more than watching the Northern Lights. I have to say.
2: I like that for the music, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I know the lyrics are not it's not the most exciting song.
0: <laughs> no, I mean it's not like, but a lot of Kevin's songs are not like extremely poetic and and right. difficult yeah. to break mm, yeah. down. That's- yeah. That being said, there's a message in this song, at least.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm. I, I thought the, the music was delightfully simple. Um, mm. You know, just listening to the music itself is almost lulls you to sleep in a way and uh, puts you at ease in a, in a lot of ways. Uh, I like that about this song. I thought it was pretty cool <laughs> in that regard. And I agree. It, it, would, it would be a good uh, good closer for mm-hmm. that album.
3: Yeah, it's uplifting. It's got that nice positive spin to it. Yeah,
1: it leaves a good taste in your
3: mouth. And lyrically, I mean, it is it is it is a solid song. Um, like I said, we, Kevin's lyrics don't tend to go to the to the way of the puns and the uh, necessarily the obscure thoughts and ideas that you know Steve and Ed do. But I mean, I, I think lyrically, I mean, this is one of Kevin's stronger songs. Not not yeah. so sure about the honeycomb, but uh, other than that. <laughs> What, do you want to oh. talk? Let's talk
0: about the honeycomb because I have something I'd love to add in on that one. But
3: yeah, I, that one just feels. Uh, and actually, when I first heard the song, I didn't. I didn't think he was even saying honeycomb. I was hearing something else. I'm not sure what. But um, <clears throat> no, I don't. I don't know where that came from. I guess the uh, flutter and flurry of stinging uh, uh, <laughs> insects or
2: something. Of needing a rhyme, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's
0: honeycombs so are pretty pretty busy and. You would they are, yeah, hectic, yeah, right, Austin. But I, that All is the- not the rhyme I would have gone with. That <laughs> no,
3: that one's yet.
0: <laughs> but it's interesting because he, when he played this live on Ships and Dip, he actually changed that line. I don't know if he did it on purpose. I would say he did because of what he came up with. He said, "You ate a whole box of honeycombs instead," which makes sense to this person who's he's talking to someone who's depressed and and trying to come out of that and you know eating a whole box of cereal is something that would happen at least a lot more so than feeling lost in the honeycomb I think
1: um no I I see it Uh, have you have you ever seen uh an image of bees on their honeycomb it's like it's it's like you're in the middle of a city uh with workers all around you and you're you're standing there and you're alone you're completely you're done so mm-hmm. i get it because like you're in the middle of it
3: but <laughs> you know but you're just in your and
1: maybe feeling alone I've... about it
3: I get that. Maybe that's just part of the problem. It's like that's the first metaphor of the entire song. Up to that point, it's all been pretty literal, and then boom, boom drops a metaphor on you.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see.
3: <laughs> it just kind of sticks out. I can see someone saying, like, afterwards, change. I know that uh, um, as a lyricist, that that happens a lot. Either before you do a song or after when you play it for someone. Sure enough, always somebody goes, "Why did you make that word choice?" It happens every time. Yeah. and uh, I, that's uh, uh, where I am at right now. I'm working on a song that I'm. Uh, really happy with it's a, it's a, it's kind of an idea i'm really happy with and uh i sent my first draft to the people that are helping me with it and they're like it's good we just have a few changes and i looked at the notes and it's like every stanza has a word change and i'm like "Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> it's good but if you could just change every line that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: well here's the thing is when songwriters write they don't write intellectually they write through whatever their emotions are and they start channeling uh that energy and that uh that that inspiration right through them and um, exactly as they're writing stuff down it's like that that's the imagery that comes into their minds so and that's how they convey it that's the way it is whether it's honeycomb or being in the city or you know well, and I, and I think that that
0: was probably a filler line, like what, like you were saying, Stefan. It's what came to him in the moment that he was he was thinking it, and you know, Paul McCartney and, and people like that have said before, like they they write down what they're thinking in the moment, and then later on we'll go back and and kind of change <clears> things, you know, that that make more sense later on. Kill your, um, kill your darlings, yeah. yeah. And I, I feel like that was a filler line, like what came to him in the moment, but he never went back and changed never, it never until never, never, he hmm. did it on the cruise, at which point he came up with a much better line. I wish I had been in this because mm-hmm. it makes a lot more sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Matter where fact, was this He changed editor, anyway. that
0: pretty much that whole bridge on the cruise. Um, you know, I, I like that. You can call me. You can call me. You can call me.
1: But there the are no bridge on the cruise. It's a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But but Ed actually
0: sings the line, I'll be home. Because in the the song, all I hear, and I could be wrong on this, all I hear is Kev saying, I'll be, and then it cuts off. Like his microphone was shut off or something. But on the cruise, we have Ed say, I'll be home. And then Kevin kicks back in with, I am at home. And I, I kind of like that. I wish that was in mm. yeah. the actual recording of the song.
1: When your heart is heavy and you're alone, you ate a whole box of honeycomb. You can't call me. You can't call me. You can call me. I'm at home. I am at
2: home.
3: Yeah, it does feel like it just cuts off after I'll be... You can call me, you can call me, you can call me, I'll be. Which does bode the question that if we're going to, you uh, can call me, you can call me. They could have gone for the 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 old staple, the alone phone rhyme, you know. Well, here's the thing is, is it B-E
1: or is it B-E-E, huh? Honeycomb. It could be I'll
3: be. I'll be. <laughs> oh. I'm a B, I'm a B, I'm a B, I'm a B, I'm a B. <laughs> there we go
0: oh that was that was a
3: i'll be a B. there's a little bit of stephan's stupid right there (laughs) he just woke up ladies and gentlemen we haven't usually we don't usually do these this early
0: (laughs) there is one more uh flub up that they had on the cruise um and it was a flub up you could tell kevin starts laughing after he says it um instead of saying shipwreck he says zipwreck jeans Maybe at the bottom of the ocean. And you can see, he's like, Yeah, that wasn't supposed to come out. <laughs> Zip wrecked Jeep. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like that one. That's great. That sounds
1: painful. <laughs>
2: perhaps, it's a zipper that's perhaps, wrecked
1: and they
0: just threw it
2: overboard.
1: Perhaps the song should have been uh, Born on a Pirate Ship.
3: <laughs> or it should have been on Born on a Pirate Ship. Yeah. Ah, that album can't get much weirder.
1: <laughs> I don't know. What did you guys think of the the singing on the song?
0: I think that for I think first of all that Kevin's vocals are perfect for what this song is.
1: Agreed. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. I thought it sounded like uh, a Muppet singing.
3: <laughs> no, well, that's that's kind of that's
2: Kevin. Kevin. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, we love you. Come on the it show. We know you listen. That. Uh, Kevin, well, Kevin has a very unique voice, and you can always tell a Kevin song. Yeah. Um, but that's that said, I do, I do like his vocals in this song. I think this is the this is a, a time when they work.
1: You're looking
3: down at the ground. Oh man, you're We would like are Kevin to come on the show, Stefan. There's no time to lose, Kevin. You've please come food. on the show, Stefan. will really not be matters. allowed to talk to you. <laughs> We'll give Kevin the week off when you come on, Kevin. Yeah. First so time. visualize the song with
1: Kermit the Frog singing this song. Wow. Jeez. No, I'm serious. It sounds kind of cool.
0: <laughs> actually, he actually he's more like more like his nephew Robin, but you know.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: But I do love it. I love I. There are songs that I really love Kevin's voice on, and this is one of those ones yep. that it just his voice in this song. Really does make me feel uplifted by the end of it. And
3: it you, you—it's it, a song that works for it because you feel it's like a friend just telling you this stuff. This is—it's a friend saying, "If your heart is heavy, you're alone, feeling lost." You know, um, there's so much darkness, so, bizar- so much bizarreness. It's like a friend is just telling you. So it doesn't need that really, you know, powerhouse delivery. It just needs to sound like it's conversational, and I think that works here.
0: Well, and Kevin just the the vibe he gives off is of this kind. Caring gentleman, and that's uh, like the guy that you want to just kind of sit down
3: with when you're in a bad spot, and he's going to tell I want you. I to chat stuff. with me when I'm. Yeah, I want Kevin to chat yeah. with me when I'm down. That's you know, that's why Kevin come on the show, and Kermit the Frog also. Come on the show.
1: <laughs> Same you know, show. Yeah, it's uh, he takes all threatening, <laughs> anything that might be threatening out of out of it, and um, really kind of makes it feel at ease. I, I, I don't know if I'm speaking coherently. <laughs> that Hell of a day I quit drinking. <laughs> so I, I
0: don't know about you guys, but I, even though the guitar rift is simple, I think it's exactly what this song needs. I really like the guitar rift that's in the background on here.
3: Yeah, yeah. I love the music in it. And-, and then to just shred the piano, like out of nowhere, oh. I think uh, just a beautiful moment. that's like kevin just almost doing this he like hand out like hang on got this
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a fan of the synth in this song or the theremin i'm not sure if it's a, a synth or a theremin that's playing in the background on this but i am not a fan of that part of it theremin kind of these weird kind of sounds that are in the background,
3: I'd have to i to listen again. I don't think I picked up on. No. Well, like
0: I said, I listened to it about ten times last night.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: Millie, you I were going to say something.
2: No, no, no. I just wasn't sure about. It. I can't <laughs> hear a theremin thing either. But I don't. I I not even notice there's a guitar in this song. I literally only ever noticed the main melody and like maybe the drums with songs. So. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um.
0: Let's talk about the outro. What are people's thoughts on this outro that that Kevin has here?
1: What's an outro? Uh
0: the music as it leaves and after we're done singing. Oh. It kind of changes up a little bit. It doesn't change chords, yeah. but it just changes up a little bit. Um just it
3: gets a, it's it gets a bit fancier at the end.
0: I felt like it was very George Harrison like.
3: I can see that. Yeah, I can see that.
1: Tracy, do you know any other bands other than the Beatles and Bare Naked Ladies?
3: He does. He knows. Because there are he more. Knows, he knows oh. all the ones Aaron tells them about.
0: That's right. <laughs> gotcha. I know of tons of bands. I just that, Those are the two that I like the most, and so they come up in my mind. Hang on uh, a
3: second, Tracy. Just do a quick hold. I'm going to listen to the ending again real quick. All right. Yeah, yeah. Where is this one? Oh, oh is it, it's just this little snippet you gave us, isn't it? Snippet? No, it's
1: the whole song. You're you're listening to Blam.
3: I can still hear you, Stephen.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm glad oh. I didn't say anything bad. Then, <laughs> uh, like uh, Jeff's a really good-looking guy. Uh, <laughs> he's got a great personality.
3: You guys are gonna laugh. <laughs> that uh, little thing that I was them. talking. The little thing I was talking about wasn't "Let There Be Light." It was the song from last week. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: oh boy! Oh,
0: Jeff. Oh. So, Stefan, you were saying that yes. you weren't a big fan of the song. Tell me a little bit about what your what your dislikes were with the song.
1: Uh, my well, you kind of you guys kind of talked through it in a way. Um, it's like uh, basically a, it sounded like a Muppet. It, it was a delightfully simple song. Um, I don't think it's like, oh, my gosh, you guys got to listen to this song. Mm. It, was, uh, it was like it's consistent all the way through. And it was um, uh, it's yeah, it wasn't like, um, you know, throwing up any flares or, or fireworks. It was just very, very simple. And um, I say delightfully simple because I thought it was delightfully simple. I mean, I like the music to it. Um, it was a a simple simple beat, and um, they didn't go crazy. They didn't add in like weird xylophone or kazoo noises or <laughs> weird theremins. Any anything weird that would make my my autism or Asperger's go crazy. Um, the only thing that I thought was kind of weird is that there was a Muppet singing, and I could have I heard Kermit the Frog the entire thing, which is like I'm, I'm not sure if I I dig this. But uh, then you're like, Hey, it's, it's kind of get somebody out of depression. I'm like, who doesn't like the Muppets? I mean, really you look at the Muppet show and that gets me out of any funk. So I'm like, you know what? This actually works. I don't like pretty the
3: Muppets. good. <laughs> <laughs> <don't love> YouTube.
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh, So that's why I thought about the song. I, um, I, <laughs> I, I like the lyrics. I really do like the lyrics um, now that I'm reading over them and, because I I'm, I have a hard time with lyrics. Oh my gosh! I uh, uh, there's a, a comedian that I like, and he does he <laughs> he does like misheard lyrics all the time. And it was like uh, mm-hmm. sister uh, was it Sister Sledge or the Pointer Sisters who do uh, "We Are Family"?
3: Sly and the Family Stone.
1: Oh, it's- yeah. He's like, let me staple the vicar. And I was like, no, it's let me staple the record. <laughs> but I think it's funny. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I mishear lyrics all the time. I have no idea a whim, what A away, a weem away, away,
3: a whim
0: away. Oh, don't start me on that song.
3: <laughs> Apparently, no. I, I was surprised by how many different things people hear just in weem away, weem away.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't get what you're saying, but that's fine. The Lion Sleeps Tonight? Yeah. A whim
3: Mo- apparently that- people mishear all sorts of things in there
1: oh, oh do they yeah oh i thought it was isn't it like a song from Le Miz?
3: no no line, it should be it is not a song from Le Miz. <laughs> so <and clears throat> jeff
0: you were you were listening to the outro <laughs> you had thoughts on the outro
3: yes watch you edit this in like a beast and anyway the <laughs> outro yeah uh tracy um it does switch up a little bit um I actually would have preferred, I think, the song not have gone to an outro. I think, really? um, c- yeah, because I really like the chorus, the way it sounds. I could have seen a fade out or um, um, even just kind of an ending. I don't know. Um, I, it's not bad. I mean, I, it's it's definitely different, but I, I could have seen it without the outro too, I guess I could say, as what I was saying. It's not like it didn't blow me away. Like, oh, boo, that, that's amazing, homie. Um, the, the, it's, a, it's a very somber and uh, kind of uh, peaceful outro. Mm-hmm. Um, like the tinkling of the, core of the, the notes there kind of thing, um, but yeah, I mean, I I would have been fine with it just being because I I do like the chorus on the song. The harms sound good. The echoey harms uh, sound really great. Again, I think it works for for Kevin's voice on this one. I would have been fine with a fade out chorus, because um, <laughs> we're all making music, writing songs, <laughs> um, and we can tell them what to do. Uh, no, but uh, either way, I would have been fine with it. But I I could have taken or leaving leaving taken or leaving took her Took her Took her left. <laughs> God, we cannot do these in the morning, Tracy. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds make- like any other normal episode right now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we make the British people stay up late.
2: <laughs> like I
3: so I, I did
1: tell you this, but I got up early to start drinking.
0: <laughs> so. You'll probably Does anyone that want to talk out? specifically about <laughs> the lyrics? We've kind of talked generally about the lyrics and what the song is about. Are there any specific lyrics that people want to break down?
1: Break it down. Um, I I love the visualization of these lyrics, and it's like I can picture myself doing some of these. Uh, like, um, uh, let's make no sound. Let's lie on the ground. Look up through the branches. You know, and that is so symbolic of how life is sometimes is because when you lay on your ground and you're looking up through branches, sometimes all you see is branches. And sometimes it's hard to see the blue sky and the sunshine beyond it. Um, and life is very much like that sometimes. Sometimes your vision can only see the branches and not see the, the light that's on the end of it or or behind it. And I thought that was really visualizing uh and and pleasing for me visually
3: i'm drawing a blank though too i feel like we did another kevin song that had a very similar idea to this um actually oh, maybe I'm yeah sure, sure it was a kevin song maybe not
1: oh kevin i song do remember the- we had a similar
3: conversation about something like slowing down and just stopping to take a look at the thing you know take a look at things and and, and let it sink in like a drift it might have been a drift um which we would have done on an after dark right mm-hmm. Definitely. yeah yeah yeah, even, but I mean those are, um, those
0: are years apart too.
3: Right. Yeah. I, I mean it's a it's another good limerick style <clears throat> uh, rhyme scheme mostly. It's going as the A B C C B. Um, well, it
0: changes up
3: like there's it does change up in the bridge too. The bridge is an A A B B. But well, even
0: this there's rhymes mm-hmm. within within the lines. So he's rhyming right. mid there- mid line. Mm-hmm. He's rhyming at the end of lines, but switching up which lines are going to rhyme with each other, depending upon. He does. He
3: does play. He does play some nice little tricks with the with the lyrics on this, which I like. But you
0: don't even notice it really, just because. No, I mean it's poetic in a in a very loose poem type of way, yeah. but at the same time, it, you don't notice it.
1: There's there's one part where it's like uh, he rhymes a number of times. It's cheap souvenirs. Uh, won't you help me clear out all of this clutter, too many tears, <clears throat> for too many years, why lose another? So he rhymes clutter and another, and then years, tears, and souvenirs. But uh, yeah, the, and clear. the whole lyric mm-hmm. The whole lyric is very poignant, because how, many, how much stuff do people accumulate uh, through their lives? And That doesn't it? necessarily
3: mean anything, that doesn't always make you happy.
1: Exactly, mm-hmm. right. and what memories have accompanied half of those things and half of them probably could get rid of and you wouldn't even know
3: Mm -hmm. so i feel as a life coach though um kevin's putting a lot of pressure on me in this song (laughs) because in the first verse i feel like i've got to choose now i have no there's no time to lose i've got to do it now and then the second verse he's like look whoa hold up just stop let's lie down on the ground and take it all in like what do you want from me dude am i (laughs) am i making a choice now are we you, stop and look at the branches. You are. What are we doing you're here? making
0: a choice to let light into your life. Oh oh got it. Okay. All
1: right. So right. you you have to be punctual to be able to chill out and look, look at the branches. Stop stop following
0: in the darkness. Yeah, Jeff. <clears throat>
3: it's okay. Those those bills can wait. That's
0: just <laughs> Mill, what did you think? Are there any are there any lyrics specifically that you wanna cover?
2: I mean, I wrote like a whole essay thing because this is my favorite BNL song, so my whole thing is like, oh, like, wow. like it's like a big thing I wanted to get to, but I don't want to interrupt anyone. So no, no, no,
3: no, 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 you you can oh, read you through your guess. whole essay
2: right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just, I was expecting. Um, more resistance to, well i mean i was expecting Aaron to be here so i was expecting more resistance to this song you want to fight <laughs> cause this is um this is like the most kind of anti steve song so i was expecting with you guys well um well at least i don't know jeff and steven as well but i was expecting with being steve fans on here that there was going to be some resistance to this song but um so one of the notes i have down there is there's nothing wrong with post steve songs you guys are just miserable <laughs> <laughs> Cause this, no, um, we, we've all
3: we've all took our own stabs at bashing like the all in good time stuff because of that. But
2: um, yeah, I mean,
3: <laughs>
1: I so, want Steve. I want Steve. <laughs> I want Steve.
2: I mean, yeah, this isn't like an envelope pushing song like you would get from Steve or something. But um, and I think like. Steven, all that kind of stuff is um I think there's a lot of people for b a lot of them people BNL and l is like their envelope pushing band or their teenage angst band that's what my friend said at least it's her teenage angst band, but like I had the cure for that I didn't know b n l for that um for me <laughs> for me b n l is like my cheerleader band because of how they came to me when I was at the end of like a mental breakdown and like lost someone really important to me so they' they are always that's why I like songs like this and odds are for me. So th- that's why this is, like, well, my, one of my, my, my yeah, my favourite and song. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, I said, like, it's, it's easy to confuse, like, negativity for depth, and I think that's why people, like, praise Steve's songs more than Ed's and Kevin's, because it is really hard to write a good song about being happy. Like, if you think of something like Walking on Sunshine, it's not really that, deep and interesting like people go like mad for break your heart like, for steve but you know you don't get a lot of people ranting about Kevin's happier songs but uh, for me Break Your Heart is just like oh my god I just want to like reach through the, the headphones and just slap him for being such like just like stop whining and go sort your life out like, like you know Stephen here was saying like, that, um, that Ke- like Kevin has a whiny voice but to me Steve just has whiny lyrics and I would rather take someone with a whiny voice than someone with whiny lyrics
3: Oh, she, you're well, making some really it. good points. I even wrote down one of the things you said. I'm going to frame this. It's easy to confuse negativity for depth.
2: Hmm. I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, so I find, yeah. I went through a phase where I was quite like, I like that kind of Steve <laughs> negativity stuff, but like that wasn't good for me. And like, I think that like this song is like the perfect example of how there's sort of two ways, two different ways to cope with bad things happening. There's the Kevin way and the Steve way. Like, the Steve way is to kind of, like, wallow in it, and he goes really into the negativity of it, whereas Kevin is kind of, like, you know, more this more positive. And I'm not saying either is, like, the wrong way, but that's just, like, the Kevin way is the way that I prefer to go, because I found the Steve way just made me feel so much worse mental health-wise, but... Wow, So basically
1: you're saying Steve complains about the tunnel, and Kevin says that there's a light at the end of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Steven's, just, Steven's complaining no. about where he was. He's not even <laughs> looking at the
1: tunnel. He's
2: looking back. There. Yeah, yeah. He he looks back and he I think there's something that's good about it is good to sometimes make fun of like the negativity, that that can be healthy too. But I think you can get trapped in it. Whereas and I think eventually you do need to look ahead to the light at the end of it, which is what Kevin's songs do.
3: Yeah, well, Kevin's saying there's a light at the end of the tunnel and Steve's saying, oh, it's probably a train. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> that's, a re- Shima, that's a really good point, though. You made some really good points. That sometimes we do focus on, oh, the Steve, Steve, Steve stuff. But, I mean, there's nothing wrong with with stepping back and, and enjoying a good, fun, positive song. Mm. And it doesn't have to be deep. And I, and I agree with that. I, I tend to... Go a little more pro, Steve. Most of the time, and and, right, and I think Aaron would have been like, "Oh, this is way too peppy for me." Yeah. Um, That's
1: why <laughs>
0: I wish this had been at the end of the album. Because I mean, <laughs> if you follow the love that we're in, and then you put this song right afterwards, it's actually a per like the blend is really well. But this is that one. Like, I think that this is what this album needed was was this. You know, you start off with with Ed and his his pain that he's going through with everything we need that opposite feeling at the end of this album
2: mm.
0: and I don't think we get it which is, is too bad
2: Does I've done something know for Kevin... the first
3: time this year by the way I want you, I want, you, I want, all the listeners to know this is the first time this happened where the guest made me change my score
2: mid-conversation
3: <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I'm like you know what you're right I gotta <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stephen, you were gonna say something.
1: Yeah, right, I was Stephen. wondering if anybody knows much about Kevin's life and what he was going
3: through when he wrote the song. Mm. Oh well, I don't know if he's really it doesn't sound <laughs> no. like maybe I mean the, the song is really directed towards another person, so it sounds like he might have known someone that was going through a lot. Or, you know. Yeah, or the band, maybe, the band or in maybe there's some self-reflection. Yeah. Like Yeah.
1: That was my guess too. But I, I mean it's mean, a
3: pretty it's. I mean, we, we, we throw around the word simple, and I don't want to keep using that word that it's like a simple or basic song. But, um, I mean, the the, the the message behind it is an obvious one that sometimes we all need to hear that, yeah, right now things stink, you know, but they will get better. Don't worry. They, mm. they will get better, you know, if you've just got to weather the storm a little bit. And, you know.
0: I mean, it's a specific message to the person that it's meant to be for, but it's general enough that we don't know the person it's meant for. And it's still a great message for everyone.
1: All of BNL is like that though. I mean they don't single anybody out, be like, yeah, you know this guy, Bob. He oh, you mean like Jane,
2: the- right, you know, he did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> You'll go. Yeah, on that him. Gordon character. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways,
2: that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> so wh- I like th- Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, I like that this song, it doesn't really shy away from, it kind of acknowledges the negative stuff that has happened in like saying, let there be lies, like let come, the positivity come back in now. And to me, that's kind of like what makes it um like a perfect kind of cheer up song because it also it acknowledges that, acknowledges the part that sort of luck plays, but also the part that, like you can control how you react to things, even if you can't control what's happened. That your plans are now in tatters. You can control, you know, it's, it's you time to like, you know, it's time to choose what really matters to you. You know, yeah. like I think that's even that's purge good. your
1: life of all that negative, ne- all the old stuff, and get rid of mm. that. Don't hold on to it. Mm. But I
0: think it, one, it does like you were saying, Mill, like. It does the thing that, in the in the movie Inside Out, which is one of my favorite kids movies of all time, and for this reason, it does the thing that happiness doesn't do, or joy, sorry, mm. that joy doesn't do. Joy, joy just tries to tamp on it and just tries to make everything better and just say, mm. nope, let's ignore that bad things have happened, let's just go, like, whereas you have sadness in that movie, where sadness is like, no, like, bad things really stink, and we can get to the good stuff but we have to at least acknowledge this this negativity that happens in life
2: and, hmm. and
0: in order to move on from it and I think that's a really good point
2: yeah I think well, like Kevin's songs do have a lot of that acknowledging things yeah. beyond your control like it's one of his solo songs Lost and Stolen about getting his guitar stolen and things but obviously like with his problems mainly being health problems he kind of really gets that right. you know how to yeah. deal with things beyond that's your control
3: really good point yeah Historically, um, with
1: people's lives, um, personal growth rarely occurs when good times are happening. Yeah. Personal growth usually occurs when you're being stretched and you're, mm-hmm. uh, things are, are being pushed, buttons are being pushed, and y- you don't know how to overcome. It's when you rise up mm-hmm. above that and you're able right. to become a a better and stronger person.
3: Yeah, you don't know how strong you really are until you have to weather something, until you have to get through something hard, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I like that the bridge on one, there's one spot where it doesn't, <clears throat> where it isn't all optimistic and, and peppy. Mm. Um, I like that the bridge ends on the line that it does, because it does kind of leave you on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Um, I just connected this to, I saw three ships for some reason. <laughs> 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 there are two. I saw two ships come sailing, um, but uh, um, so, but such bizarreness and commotion, your shipwreck dream, maybe at the bottom of the ocean, that's where the bridge ends, and you're kind of like, yeah, it is, what? <laughs> what about it, you know, I'm, I'm waterlogged, so it doesn't, it doesn't, that's like the one time of the song where it's not like, hey, things will be okay, but then comes back into the, the verse, and I do like that little moment where it just kind of lingers there on the negative image, or the rough image, um, but hey. Around the corner, here we go. You know, and yeah. that that was nice little, nice little word painting going on there.
1: I think the song hasn't gained popularity uh, enough to be it in the mainstream <laughs> because of. Uh, I didn't even hear that because it wasn't on an album. That's why I didn't. Even... <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I suppose. I mean, it didn't make the cut for an album uh, because probably people wouldn't rather hear you know, the hopeful optimistic side, but I think it should have been, I think people do need to hear that. Guys, I do think people that would... really
3: want us to be optimistic and peppy right now, or did they just want to hear us talk about Steve for 12 tracks? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and I'm wondering, did mill, correct me if I'm wrong. This wasn't even a B side. This was one that was completely left off.
1: It's a seaside. Uh,
2: was it on the special target version? I can't remember. There was like I, I a, like this it was like a weird bunch of um, audience in good time had like weird bonus thingies. Yeah. Like <laughs> how, how it was, how it was
0: yeah, I'm looking how up to see out. what the B side was for you run away.
3: I'm actually a little surprised they didn't put this on a later album though. Like maybe it didn't yeah. make the cut for all in good time, but why not for like running streak or, you know, fake nudes or something. Like, you know. I could have seen them revisiting it.
0: Or why was it not the B side for you? Run away, like right? Yeah, (laughs) right. Or that? Yeah. I think this is the perfect like coin flip type song for you. Run away.
3: Do we? Do we still call them B sides? Is that still a thing? We do, but there's no reason to. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like an old it's an old tradition that dies hard we're still gonna call it the b-side even though we don't have to flip an album anymore. well because well, there what? is no
0: b-side with singles anymore it's just the single <laughs> right. usually that's released now mm-hmm. um
3: electronically okay. v-
0: i know v- a lot v- of v- i mean i know for a, a long time
3: and well and a long, a long time especially during like the late 80s and 90s a lot of the bands i listened to are uk bands and i know that when they would release eps or singles they would do b-side still but I I didn't see that as much on, you know, stateside where they were still doing that and I could be dead wrong on that but
2: I mean CDs don't have B sides, do they? Like Well they, they would still a CD kind over. of I mean <laughs>
3: In, yeah. in in like, yeah, in spirit, I think they were like, they would have the main track on the CD yeah. and then there would be like two songs that weren't on the album. So essentially yeah. they were still B-side. They not you know? like a
2: B-side, like a physical B-side right. though. Like, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't remember I that. Did, I just about remember. Cassette then there'd 8. be like three
3: remixes, you know, three remixes and two songs not on the album, you know, but, um, and I used to love, I, I love those kind of like EPs. Or, yeah.
1: I never listened to British bands. I mean, I listened to American bands such as like Beatles too. or Rolling Stones. <laughs>
3: Uh, the, 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 the the American like bands, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Yeah.
1: Good
0: strong American <laughs> bands. So Queen was, up, a,
3: Queen was one of my favorite American bands. I'm looking Queen, up yeah, online Queen. and it wasn't even
0: an FYE edition. It was just a bonus track that I you can find it on Spotify, but you but they have five versions of this album on Spotify. Only one of them has this song on it.
1: Huh.
3: It's very odd.
2: They really hid it, because it was the first All In Good Time song that was ever played. It was played at Kevin's um, OMG Cancer concert, which was the first, like, well, it wasn't the first concert without Steve, but it was the first All In Good Time material that was played ever, oh. this song. I wonder why it was buried.
1: <sighs> Do you Did, think like, there's comb- like, gun- copyright infringement? I don't know.
0: I just, I... I mean there were a lot of songs that weren't even recorded for this album. They this one was recorded but it wasn't added in or even used mm. as B-sides or or for the special releases. But I don't know. I maybe it was too personal a song for for someone in the band, Kevin or possibly huh? Um, someone else that maybe he was writing the song to. I like to think personally that he was that Kevin was writing this song to either Steven or to Ed. Um, and maybe it was just too personal a song at that point, which is why it wasn't released.
1: Yeah, could have been. Could have mean, a wow, now yeah. you say that,
3: that put, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like there's now no now that, that you say that, that puts it into a new light, though. Like, he could be because I mean, that was definitely. <laughs> i mean we, we don't get, get to see life. the inside picture but that had to be a <laughs> rough moment there. for the band you know yeah for ed and steve who had worked together so long to not be you know a team anymore so i mean obviously that had to be affecting them i could see i could see that kevin writing this song in regards to that i mean i know we like to make all in good time about the split like in its entirety and and but uh, and I think it's not natural to do that. And they could have been writing it back something different. But yeah, now that you say that and reading through the lyrics, I could see it being about the split.
1: Now you guys were saying that all in good time has a lot of Kevin songs, right?
0: Uh, it's got more than there were on other albums. Yeah. yeah. Cause he had, uh, he had to step up and
1: fill the void. Yeah. Gotcha. Maybe, maybe that's why it's about. Maybe that's why they named all in good time is because Kevin's like all in good time. We're going to bring Kevin on board, write some songs. Maybe that's what they were thinking. <laughs> All in, and, and good it's, time. all in good time come on I mean <laughs> all in
0: good time is a very similar song to this not musically but in terms of the theme and what he's trying to get across and we see that with with his songs on this album like everything's gonna get better things will we will heal like this and that one also didn't make the album um <laughs>
1: so i don't appreciate people lying to me like that <laughs>
0: Um I, I like the fact that uh on net that this made their list um with Liam's list of the top 10 of B-sides or or deep deep tracks this was actually number 10 on that list of best best songs that didn't make albums. Oh that's wow. cool. I would have put it higher. I I really do mm. like this song. What do you have the whole ranking of that? I do. Yes. I can send those out later.
3: Oh, you don't want to share that I, with everyone.
0: I do, just not right this moment. I'll, I'll put it. <laughs> it's only a bit long now. <laughs> would
2: that? Would
0: that?
3: Would that break the flow we've got going?
2: Well, right I now?
0: wanted to kind of. Move us over to talking about numbers and, and discussing. I was using that as my transition to discuss numbers and what we thought. Oh, oh okay. You blew that out of the
3: water. Thanks, Jeff. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how I'm many just honeycom- I'm just stalling because I haven't come up with a rating skill yet.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> Make it a honeycomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: let's not take the worst line in this song and
3: make no. it about how we rank that. No,
1: crazy. We always do. <laughs> what are you talking
3: about? no I don't. I usually bring up something we talked about in the show most of the time. Honeycomb.
1: Talked about honeycomb. For every,
0: six people. Every, every time you say that, it reminds me of that that old '50s song, Honeycomb, which was
1: a horrible song.
3: <laughs> how many muppets i guess <clears throat> no we i'm not gonna do that no. because i like kevin no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> well especially you guys,
1: in this song how come i'm the only one coming up with ideas you guys are smart <laughs> come on I have, I, an I,
3: I have an idea i was gonna do it on thermon's because i love that word so much <laughs>
1: theremins <laughs> <sighs> once
0: again like my least favorite part of the song in your brain. all right yep go ahead we'll uh, zero to five
3: theremins. theremins yes zero to five theremins <laughs> mel would you like to take the first stab
2: um well i really can't think of anything that i would change about this song either you like the underlying concept or you don't because it is quite simple and thick and plain and whatnot but for me because this is my bit favorite bnl song and this is actually my only five out of BL. Every other song has something I would change about it, but this is my only b l song oh, I would change nothing. Even second place is a 4.99 for me. So, this th- <laughs> song is wow. very significant to me. Like, like literally back when I was having my breakdown and I was still suffering from depression now and then, I would literally put this song on loop for an hour, like literally a solid hour of just this song, and wow. it, when my depression was that, it was worse, and it mm-hmm. would actually make it pass for yeah. me. And that, yeah. that part, the line about, like, um, calling on Kevin if you're feeling alone or whatnot, um, that line made me start thinking, like, whenever um, I used to self-harm, and that line, thinking about Kevin, like, I, when I was self-harm, I would start thinking, like, if Kevin was here, he would stop me, and he wouldn't want me to do it. And that was how I actually managed to stop self-harming back then. <laughs> it's kind of awkward and embarrassing, as that is an odd way to do it. But, you know, this song is really important to me for that, too, so...
3: Well, and I oh, think we need to talk awesome. about those things. I think people, yeah, I think people need to mm. be able to feel like they can talk about all of that. And if this song helps someone to do that, then that's mm. that's in its favor, you know.
1: And it's it's and, not uncommon. You're, you're not unique in that aspect. Everybody goes through a lot of hard times and, and have thoughts like that. They just don't express them or think that they're uh, too shady <laughs> to be able to mention stuff like that. So being, yeah, in that to if you mention it makes you a stronger person.
2: <laughs> I just feel awkward about like I don't know because Kevin didn't even know I was exi- I existed back then and stuff, but I'm sure he I'm sure he still would have cared because he's that kind of guy. So. What I
3: was, oh, was going to totally. say too, uh, yeah, I was going to say too. I mean, sometimes we feel like that. We'll like step out of the moment and we'll say, you know, this songwriter wasn't writing about me. But in a way, I think some do. I think there are legit songwriters. That want their music to reach the masses. So in that kind of way, he was writing it specifically for you. If that's what mm. you took out of it, then that's probably his intention. I'm, I'm you know, I think they, they, they that you know, if maybe he was feeling the same thing. He's like, if I can help other people be able to express this and feel this, then I'm doing my job as a songwriter, and I want that. You know, and I think that's, I think there are definitely artists and writers that think like that. You know, I want to, I want to touch people. You know. Mm-hmm. You want
1: to touch people?
3: Wow, way to. I, I knew.
1: Sorry, did I come in yeah. that conversation? You know,
3: I was on a deep, powerful moment there. But anyway, whatever. I,
2: yeah, I knew that was coming and This is the first one I, I, I know. This. I was like, I,
3: there's, I should not use those words. I've got to switch it up. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, if, uh, if i may, able to bring a smile to people's faces. I thought
0: was you were
3: safe because he was out of camera. I thought, I thought I was. Yeah, I thought I was safe. I thought, I was, I thought he was out of your and I could, I could get it in there and the rest of the world would know exactly what I meant.
0: Uh, Jeff, that, who's next?
3: Uh, Stefan. Oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> Why not? You know? Well, you know, I'm going to get this in there you know, and you know. uh, I'll, I'll make it work. <laughs> not, oh my gosh! Okay, okay, I need to calm down just a little bit. What's what's the scale again? Is theremins Thur, or
3: theremins? Thurman's Theremins. What's the theremin? Thurman Thomas. Thurman, Thurman
1: Thomas. Oh yeah, I don't know. whatever. Okay. So, anyways, here we go. Um, I I like the music. It was delightfully simple. Um, it wasn't uh, over the top or chaotic, and that really works well for me um the topic uh and the music they go really well hand in hand um like mill was saying you you can put it on a loop and listen to it over and over again and just kind of completely chill out um from this. It's great it has a a strange calming effect <laughs> which really seems to work with me. I don't know I don't know why, but us and uh uh, I, other than the, the sound of the voice, I, I, I'm I'm not the biggest fan, but I can see how it works for the song. And um, so I'm going to rank it fairly high. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, wait a minute. The mm. scale is up to five, right? Zero to five? Yep. Well,
3: um, It's been that way for months, Steph, and It hasn't changed.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, just making sure, you know, in, in case it has, you know, I don't want to go out there and Give a different scale of that. And you're like, hey, stuff had changed. We didn't tell you. That would be a bummer. So um, I'd say for me, it's not a five because uh, I wouldn't put it on my playlist. Um, I, I'd, I'd listen to it if it was there. Uh, so I would say for me, it'd probably be a three point eight.
3: Which isn't 3. that bad for me. No, no, it's a okay. No, snow. Um, I actually, no, I I think um, on first listen to this, I probably had it at a high three. Um, it's a Kevin song I really do like. Um, talking about it, and I think I was going to give it a 3.8 just because for the things we mentioned, like lyrically, you know, it doesn't quite go places where I, I like lyrics to go, and uh, musically, it's, it's, you know, simplistic. And as we were talking, I realized that, you know, I, I'm guilty of that too, ranking a song lower because it doesn't always do the things I want it to do. Um, that said, the song does everything that it should do, um, which is it, it, it um, impacts people. It has a message that people need to hear. And and the lyrically, it pulls that off. I think Kevin sounds really great on it. I think there's a lot of musical st- uh, elements in this I really enjoy. So as we were talking about it, and I was thinking, I was like, I was being really hard on this song. And I, I would put this on a playlist. I would listen to this during those rough times. Um, uh, so I got to go higher on it. I'm going to give this one a 4.1.
0: I like what Mill was saying and I have to agree. Like I've had some very, very dark times in my life. um, And, there are songs that have pulled me through those moments um for me it was always everybody hurts by rem which um mm-hmm. it was a very powerful song for me and got me through all of those moments that um, i was having very unhealthy thoughts um and i wish that this song had been around at that time uh, i those those that time has not been around since this song has been out Um, But I I really wish that this one had been around because it would have been one of the songs that I felt was speaking directly to me and would have helped me through those moments and I would have had it on repeat. Um, Every time I listened to it yesterday um, and throughout the week as well, I didn't it didn't get old to me. And if anything, it actually made me feel better each and every time I listened to it and I got more out of it every time. So. I, I was really working hard on figuring out like where this is for me. I really like this song. It's not all the way up to a five, but it's up there with Celebrity and Aluminum and Ballad of Gordon. It's a very different song from all those, but in terms of liking it, it's right there. I would give it a 4.25. Mm,
3: nice. Cool. Do we,
0: do we have Aaron's ranking on this? We do not have Aaron's ranking, no. But as of right now, based on everyone else's ranking, that comes out to a 4.29. Respectable.
1: Respectable. But, yeah, I agree with you, very Josh, respectable. The lyrics are very poignant. And um, I didn't know what the lyrics were when listening to the song, because I'm horrible at that. Um, but, yeah, when, when I read the lyrics, a lot of those lyrics really did uh, hit me, you know, in a, in a positive way, which is really good. So I agree with all y'all.
3: All y'all. All y'all. All y'all.
0: I, because i like this so much i i have a couple of appearances one is of course on this album them going we were talking earlier about all in good time and them choosing that for the name of the album um there is a great video online where they're choosing the name of this album and it's it's hilarious um so i'm going to put that in the liner notes where they're going through and and getting rid of names that supposedly they were considering. I don't think they really were. I think it was a, a way to just announce the name of the album, but it's it's pretty hilarious. Um, and I also want to put out there the um, Kevin singing it on Ships and Dips for Sail Away, um, just because I this version of it, even though there's mistakes made, <clears throat> he looks so happy while he's singing this. And the whole song is directly on his face and he just is uplifting and it feels like he's singing it directly to you as you listen to it and it's amazing i concur well that's it that's that's this episode in a nutshell
3: in a Uh, nutshell crazy where where can people reach out to us with their questions and
0: well, people can reach out to us at BareNakedABCs at gmail.com or reach us at BNL Podcast on on Facebook um, or look <laughs> us up as BareNakedABCs or look at us look us up on Twitter at BareNakedABCs as well.
1: Yeah, because people need to be able to send their complaints about me to you.
0: <laughs> you don't even know how many. They, they usually go right into the spam folder.
3: Oh, that's too bad. (laughs) One of these days, we're gonna have an episode where we just read all the complaints.
0: Well, that's life in a nutshell.
3: Because you know, it affects my. Uh, Is that next? Is it next? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: yes. (laughs) I trained my whole life for this. I, I think Jeff is excited about our next song. This is
3: the life in a nutshell, huh? Whole reason I've stuck around this long was just to do that. <laughs> Jeff is leaving after the next episode. Just uh, so. are we leaving all this in? I don't want to show too many cards early on this song. Or how I'm going to is
1: there a bare naked lady song? Life in a nutshell.
3: <sighs> it is one of my favorite bare naked lady songs. No, is it really. Yeah, I think you'll stick around for off the hook though. I will stick around for off the hook because really after it. dark. <laughs>
0: Mill, thank you so much for joining us. No, it's okay. You always bring something
1: interesting every single time. Thanks, that was fun. Don't forget, no regrets. Except
0: maybe